JM in the AM Monday, Shauna Friedman is with us live via telephone. This is a conversation that, frankly, I was afraid we're going to have to have, and I wish we weren't having, frankly. She's executive director of the uh, Shalom Task Force, which has been um, at the forefront, to say the minimum, of um, trying to improve. Let, let's do this in a positive manner. <laughs> trying to improve uh, couple and family relationships as best as possible. But the reality is, as we know from uh, so many of the um, uh, general news stories out there, uh, domestic violence and tension in homes right now because of coronavirus is unfortunately at a high. I don't know if it's an all-time high or a annual high, whatever it is, but it's at a high, unfortunately. Uh, Shauna Friedman, a pleasure to welcome you back to JM in the AM. Thank you so much for having me, and thank you for opening this conversation because it is a hard one to have, but an important one. And I believe very deeply that by just having the conversation, we're letting people know who are really struggling right now, that we know them, we see them, we care about them, and that there's help for them. And just putting out there in this type of forum is so critical. So thank you, Nahum. Yeah, I appreciate that. What, what scares me about the situation, I guess this is actually why there is a situation, is because the general... Uh, reliable avenues that people seek help from, many of them are just not available now. You know, even even our local police forces that that are very helpful, as you know, Mm -hmm. when it comes to family situations that go crazy, uh, even they are preoccupied with, you know, life-saving situations right now. So what scares me, and again, I guess is one of the reasons why there's an increase, is that the support system is not like it used to be. What can you tell us about the support system that does still exist? Exactly. So the support system is still there. It's just strained, and that's what we know from research about after any big disaster, right, is that domestic violence increases primarily because of the stress and spending more time together and, you know, not having those outlets. And then the support systems are being – are being delegated elsewhere because there's so much need. So I'm really here also to say the support systems are there. They may look a little different. They may be a little bit, um, they might feel different, but they're there. The police, they're available. Um, If those of us in New York watched the governor's briefing, I believe Friday, they got up there and they said, if you are in a situation of domestic violence, we're still here for you. We could still help you stay safe. So um, we are still here. Shalom Task Force is here. Our hotline is working as if it was in our office. We are getting calls and we're able to help people, refer people. There are a lot of social aid service agencies I'm sure you've highlighted that are still available to people. So one of the, the, the most frightening when we realized what was going to go on here, shelter in place, social distancing, what struck all of us in the field of domestic violence was that so much of the dynamic of domestic violence is being isolated, isolated from people, your resources, from people that could help you. And then here we are all isolated and how frightening that is. Uh-huh. And to really tell people that um, they don't need to be isolated, that we're here. Now, it's certainly very challenging and maybe dangerous to call a domestic violence hotline if your abuser is over your shoulder. So, um, but, but if there is a way to call, we're here. If there's a way to find a friend, and friend or two that you could share what's going on so they know, so you could speak to them if that's a safer way. Or if a friend knows someone's going through this, for them to call us and we could help coach them on how to work with their, their friend that may be suffering to help alleviate what's going on. Now, um, let me ask the obvious. Yes, is, is there a, an email or text option now that somebody might be afraid, <laughs> as you said, to actually get on a phone? 
Right. So our text line is not yet set up. There is a national one. I will make sure I have it for you in a second. Oh, um, we do have an email. It's hotline at shawntaskforce.org. But even that, I have to tell you, is there's a lot of concern about digital safety. Like, can you oh. do that in a way that it can't, the other person will not see it? So um, it's certainly an option. Um, I wish it was a little bit more advanced. It's very um, – it's challenging. Um, um, no, but one of, you just pointed out such an important point, yeah. and that is that in these types of situations that you're describing, often there's no privacy whatsoever, right. Right. And, and and texts and emails will be read just as easily as a conversation right. will be heard. Right. Which so is, there's always this balance between what will work. There are, there, the national hotline is excellent. It's thehotline.org, and they do have a chat function, um, which is very helpful. And I'll say any time that our hotline isn't being staffed, you can press number one, and it'll take you to the national hotline, and we'll make sure you get the support you need. Um, but yeah, it is very challenging at this time. So what we tell people is um, to think about their safety in the moment, and we don't have to think long term. But how can you stay as safe as possible? And their children's safety. And to keep the children safe as possible in the moment. Um, and it might not be the perfect solution, but to do whatever you need to do, and that does not take responsibility away from the perpetrator. But right. what can you do in the moment to stay safe, both physically and then to figure out ways um, to be emotionally safe, which is a, I, I think is a message to all. Of us because we're all under a lot of stress and to find ways to feel as grounded as possible be it having a cup of tea it sounds minimal but just kind of grounding yourself going for a little bit more of a walk taking a longer shower just trying to stay as as grounded as possible during this very stressful time so to really look at what are things that um, will keep you physically safe in the moment and what are things that are keep you emotionally safe um, the the fear now and what we've seen happen is that relationships where there have been non-physical violence of physical emotional um, financial financial, digital abuse, other type of abuse have escalated um, during this time. So it has turned into physical violence. That's our fear, and that's what we see happening. We don't know the numbers yet because we're still in it. I, I, I unfortunately suspect in a few months or in a year when we look back um, and do the research, uh, there'll be a great surge. So, um, so and hopefully we'll be, you know, be able to support everyone who, who needs the help. So that situations time. that did not involve physical violence before, now because of the cooped up situation can turn as you just said have turned right. violent yeah, wow i never thought violent. Of that. um you know we don't see in families that are healthy enough that they'll become right. violent they'll be stressed people are getting you know people are you know they're they're having a little stressful time you know and that's that's not domestic violence so people where there's a real dynamic of power and control where other ways of being abusive have been um, been used that we've seen that escalate into physical violence and that's that's been our fear um and that's what we're seeing. That's our colleagues throughout the, the country and national, internationally. We've we've um, teamed up with other organizations in Israel and England to make sure that people in our, our Jewish communities know that um, it's, just, it's not it's not acceptable. You are not alone. It is not your fault, and we're here to help you. Um, I mean, I mean, think okay. about you know. The, I mean, just to spin a little bit positive, mm-hmm. <laughs> just to mention <laughs> something. Trying. There are so many families, thank God, that are yeah. ha- that are having a good time. Meaning, yeah. meaning, obviously, nobody wants to be cooped up, and the alternative is much better. I get yeah. that, but still, a lot of families are spending a lot of good yeah. quality family time together and having fun and making the best of it, making, which, yeah, which, will, which will which will which will end up which will end up which will end up which will end up resulting which will end up which will end up which will end up resulting in many nice memories and you know. Absolutely. People looking back at this is a nice time, but but imagine a house like a home like you're describing. It's ex- for those of us who are going through the first part that I just described. It's exactly the opposite, uh, and, and on the other extreme, and and, right. and even more dangerous than a right. normal situation. Yeah, wow. and, so we're, we're, and we're here for you, and so people should know that. That's just really the message: is that people are not alone. In this they're not the only ones going through it. 
and that we're here for you now, we're here for you in the future, um, and we just we hope and pray for everybody's safety through this situation. What can you tell us statistically? I mean, uh, honestly, I thought maybe very. You know, there, it's we don't know yet. No, we meaning really, statistically uh, visits to your website, statistically oh, calls to your hotline. And any educational event, I did an event on Facebook a week and a half ago. We got close to. 2,500 visits. We did an event Wednesday night, um, which if someone's interested, it's really about just the legal implications right now. And it's not only for domestic violence families, families that are, are divorced who have arrangements that are work. It's, this is a really interesting like spin on it, right? How do you share children parenting time during this time? Um, how do you do that safely health-wise? Um, and we did this really remarkable um, education event. Um, it's on our Facebook page, on Task Force's Facebook page. Um, I think I got over 500 hits in 24 hours, and we had 200 and something people watch it live, um, which are, you know, and really, but it's a really helpful uh, um, um, webinar or just about how to manage this in a way that's productive for the children, that's just healthy for everybody. Um, we're really just looking for ways for everybody to get through the situation as healthy as possible. Um, statistics of the calls, the hotline, you know, every day is different. Some days will be really quiet, and we're kind of like, I wonder why that's about. And sometimes they'll be skyrocketed. Um, our, our colleagues over at Moodim, who we're, we're um, working with them on a different hotline, they're open as well. They've seen a high increase as well in domestic violence and child abuse cases. So oh, um, Unbelievable. Yeah. But we're By the way. So the positive spin is that the community has really united, I have to say, in the social service community. We always do work work well together, but really working well together to make sure that the needs of the community are being met even during this challenging time. Yeah, and by and, the way, as an outside observer, I can attest to that. <laughs> you, yeah. got, you guys during peaceful times work very, very well yeah, together. Yeah, so. we do, and this time like it was automatic. That, like, Of course, we should just work together and make sure those people who need help work here for you. And and not around the issue of domestic violence only, but this is stressful. Even in the best, you know, best of situations right. in the families that really do work well together, this is stressful. Yesterday, I was reading a, <laughs> an article in one of the papers about um, about a divorced couple that have a an arrangement of, mm -hmm. of how to deal with their visitation with the children, and you know, and and thank God it's peaceful and they, and, yeah. and and it always follows. But now the mother is hesitant to send the children outside of the home, and we get right. that because of the situation, you know, in terms of in terms of health yeah. and 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 that obviously, you know, we hope that you know they come to a reasonable conclusion. But just the fear, the fear of coronavirus. Sure. Real. It's, yeah, it's gripping everybody at this point. <laughs> right, so. it's real. And, you know, if, if that's an issue to someone listening, listen to our webinar. Really, you should speak to your attorney, but as well, because I'm not, you know, a lawyer. But um, it really gives you some guidance on how to do that in a way that just it, – it, it is respectful to everybody. Um, it isn't about winning. It's about just making sure things are healthy and yeah. safe for everybody. Um, and, you know, all of us are kind of going through new situations where I heard you before talk about there'll be more Sadarim this year than ever. Right. In some way, that's an interesting thought. <laughs> right. But I know, you know, we'll miss people at our theater this year. That it, it is sad for us to know that they're going to be alone. So how do we connect? And a lot of this really is about connection. Let's keep everybody connected so those people who are really struggling know that there's people out there that care. So. Uh, great work yeah. you're doing. Great Thank work you're doing. I, 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 I assume the usual um, information, shalomtaskforce.org, yeah. right? Yes. Uh, um, and, and local number is 718-337-3700. And that's literally free, a hotline. That's, the that's ho a hotline. Right. Our toll-free is 1-888-883-2323. All right. Um, and this and they can help connect to international resources for your international right. This could be, listeners. Right. This could be uh, helpful to people. Again, the hotline, and this is something that people should keep if they're in a sensitive situation at all times, not just during Corona, 718-337-3700, 718-337-3700, 888-883-2323, shalomtaskforce.org is the website. Shauna Friedman, I take this opportunity 
to wish you a Chag Kasher Thank you. Continue Thank your you amazing so. work on behalf of the uh, Jewish people. Thank you so much. Mon- I appreciate that. Monday morning broadcast, JM in the AM.